This episode of Wine Biz Radio is brought to you in part by Cornerstone Sellers. Fan them up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa or on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa. And by Wine Industry Network, connecting buyers and suppliers. You can find them online at wineindustrynetwork.com. Fan us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash winebizradio. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Go to twitter.com forward slash winebizradio. And now, on with the show. It's time now for Wine Biz Radio, bringing the wine industry to your ears. And now, here's Kaz, Randy, and X. That would be us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think? The Quit wom- throwing stuff at my cat. The woman who speaketh is... The is pretty Nikki Valley. Pretty Nikki Valley. Uh, so, uh... This is, uh, Wine Biz Radio. Yes, that's what we are. That's what we We're are. not the announcer. Hey, you know, that was, us. that was a... I thought, you know, for last week's show, it was pretty fun. It was more of a, a the first it's part. It's like we just finished last it, week's it did. show. It was it? kind of like a travelogue, and then we did some fun did some film, film thing. Because the film festival was yeah. in town, and, and now you, it's just another week. And then uh, then we finished off. And now your taxes time. are due. No, they're done. To, oh, they're done. They were due last Monday, yeah, Randy. last Monday, I know. Yeah, way to go. See? See, if you were thinking. If I was thinking, which I'm not. Well, that that last rainstorm we had was pretty pretty brutal from uh, last week to this week. I mean, there was a lot of lot of rain and it got a little cold. So you know, they were talking uh, back in February of drought. Yeah, they're not talking about drought anymore. Well, it, here's the thing: <clears throat> they're saying that it's not critical. It's it's not it's not as bad as what it was. It's not as bad as it was looking. Right. Because R- had there not been uh, the March rain. and half of April, right, uh, where we're basically you know we, it's rained almost half this month. Yes. And almost all of last month. Yeah. So, and and, it's, and and what it what it does the the unfortunate part is usually if it rains early things really get this the the soils saturate more and the the all this on, on top of rain goes down into the soil. Sure. When you have these last little rains like this, a lot of them unfortunately wash out. Right. So they're not they're not seeping in like they did if they w- if the ground would have been wet, they would have just stayed wet and then the more of it percolates down. But these are runoffs a lot of it. So it's not as as good, but it's still it's not great. as beneficial, but it's still it's, it's still, still watering you don't have to do right. and so Right. Yeah. And it, hopefully it'll keep the soils, you know, Wet because I mean for me I don't I don't irrigate anymore. Well, no, yeah. Yeah, Oh, you you've you didn't irrigate at all last year. No, the last two years no irrigation. I remember none. I I take it back. I did in 2010 because we had that weird little we had 110 degree exactly where you were worried about stuff getting too. Everybody was freaking out on that one, so we we had to lay in some water on that day. Um, But. But nothing last year, nothing. And, you, and you're hoping not I'm to? hoping. I'm hoping. I mean, if it's if if it does end up being kind of a wet early or wet late spring, uh, if it rains into June. Oh, then, well, for, then we're going to go through all these other back. pressures of other stuff. I know. You're going to have tons of, of mildew pressure. Yeah. But you know. we've had two years in a row of that, and I just don't think this – I think – Well, they, they you know the whole thing of the, the switch up to La Nina, but then again, it's like we weren't supposed to have the wet March and April that we right. got. So it's like you know, I, we're back to kind of questioning, yeah. what is this damn weather pattern? I know. You know? I think we're into – this year for me, I'm, I'm predicting for this year – Okay. An, 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 a 
Uh, Did no, we already do a prediction show? Never mind. Uh, no, not on this. Uh, this is a prediction of a normal-see year. This is going to be a normal growing Normal-ish year. growing year. Yeah, it really this it's is. It's not going to have this textbook. weird slowdown in, in September. And, no, uh, this is going to be, it's just going to slowly ramp up. We're going to get a fog when we should get it in June and July. It's going to just Okay, you heard be, it here first. It's going to be friggin' normal. and Because <laughs> if it isn't, Kaz is going to blow his top. I'm going to just, I just want one really good year again. I yeah, mean, we the, the wine industry could use a break right now. And unfortunately, um, uh, our brother and down the road from me in the town of Kenwood, whose name of the winery is Kenwood. The eponymous is Kenwood been, Winery. Is, has been sold. Has been sold, yes. Uh, you know, uh, we, 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 my... My wife and I, we joked. It's like, hey, we can go shopping at Kenwood again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Now the uh, they've the already Corbell got... has sold it right. uh, to an Italian, or it's it's a basically it's a uh, I forgot who it was. A, it is a it is an uh, overseas company is now running the shots, and I thought it was from like Europe, so I think it might have been an Italian. But anyway, uh, and I'll 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 but look it up on a break uh, to to verify. But yeah. Kenwood Vineyards is now not a, uh, a Corbell property. Right. Go check them out because they've got some great sales and they're uh, shipping right now. If you buy six bottles or more, it's only a dollar. Wow. Yeah. They're really trying to clear out some inventory. Well, yeah. And, it, and that's, that's, that's you know, probably a good thing to do anyway. That's but, a good thing for any winery, I would Yeah. Imagine. Something like that. But anyway, it's a, it's a good promotion in that I don't know if it lasts through the end of the month or whatever, but if you go to their website, Ken, kenwoodwinery.com. Um, you can find the deals that they cool. have. So, so good and on I, them. There. Yeah, it's and it's you know who knows. Uh, I feel you know I still kind of feel badly that uh, Valley of know, the Moon will be next. Yeah, and it, probably I, it was um, they wanted a one-two punch. I oh mean, really? Yeah, they wanted to sell. But both are off. they going to sell? They probably won't sell to the same buyer. Well, they wanted to. I'm sure they wanted to, but it didn't the buyer happen. might not have wanted to. He didn't. Yeah. So. so. Uh, but you know, yeah, I think I think uh, uh, Corbell's had enough of the economic downturn. Yeah, and, is and he's getting to, older. Too well, and he, I think, with the mm-hmm. with the difficulties that they all had a couple years back with the whole you know family whatnot going yeah. on. Yeah, um, I think the Heck family would be more than happy to just make it easier for themselves and just sure. focus on Corbell. Sure, um, and good more power to him. It's like I think that uh, you know, uh, I I was I was I can't I will. Say that I was not a fan of Gary Heck coming into no, Sonoma Valley. Yeah, none of us were. I know, and uh, and I'm not sad to see him go. But at the same time, what I am sad about is the uh, the ongoing kind of corporatization of Sonoma Valley in terms of the big wineries. It's right. kind of sad. Um, I know that there's a lot. There are people who defend that, and I'm not one of them. Right. Uh, you know, with the whole Blackstone thing getting sold, and then. It's like, you know, it's like every time a winery gets bought, it's like jobs are lost. Right. And so, and they go away and they don't right. ever come back. It's like, yeah. and so, you know, now these properties get passed from one corporation to another. And so it's just the sales team changes, the production facilities change, the, where the fruit goes basically changes, but the, the winery and the tasting room and all that other stuff stay there. And so yeah. it's like, it's kind of sad. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's, it's unfortunate that it's, it, it, it's that way. I enjoy living, you know, being out here in Russian River area. 
Um, more small guys. More small guys. And so yeah. it feels more kind of like you can go and visit people and know that they're the people who are actually producing the wine that you're yeah. drinking. So, yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been tough. I mean, you know, cause when I first started coming to the Sonoma Valley back in the you know mid nineties, back in the day, back in the day when everybody was small or smallish, um, it was a little more, you know, homey that way. And yeah. it's just not quite as much. And it's sad. I yeah. miss those days. Yeah. But, the good old days. But there's still, the, again, like you said, though, the fun thing about out here, though, you can really still get that. I At least I do. And I think that's the big appeal for a lot of people coming up to the Russian River area and going through Alexander Valley. and Oh, not just Alexander. Yeah, Alexander Valley and Dry Creek. Dry and, Creek. And the uh, whole, you know, upper upper Dry Creek area. And, it's awesome. And Chalk Hill. It's like all of these areas are you know they do have big players but they still have plenty of small players yeah, lots of small guys that's really cool and, and they do still have and i won't say that sonoma valley is hopeless but i mean they they do still have small producers and obviously you're one of them but yep. uh you know it's just they're harder to come by yeah well we're, we're, we're it's interesting you say that too because what we're putting together right now is actually um, a little map for people um uh, for our, our heart of sonoma valley uh group which is again the the Glenel and Kenwood areas we're and, and we're going to exp- we're going to have some other ones going on here too but we're going to do uh wineries under 5000 cases this will be wineries really? under 5k will be here here here's where you want to go uh 10k in and it's there. only going to be or in 10 to Sonoma 5. Valley it's not going to well, go I would I would think that the 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 8th street uh cooperative down there you know Tin Barn and all those guys yeah, are probably, but the, some of those Tin Barn some of them are actually too big well, they're the five to ten. Yeah, you know, so we're putting together like different areas are going to have like little different little maps of so people can either hit the smallest as the small, which right, is right. which is me, micro, and, and then the five to ten, and then the ten to the twenty, and then the twenty to fifty, and then beyond, and then beyond. Because I mean, once you get past that 50, size, it's like you yeah. scale to the point where you can go into the you're into the millions. big corpse. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it'll be it, it, and it'll it, it'll it'll be good for the the big guys and it'll be great for the little guys to have these little you know maps that is that these are the little guys if you if people want to see that I think it's important to kind of highlight um, the the little players as much as possible now uh, not to say that all the the big wineries are bad because you know and they're not. we have mad love for the Benziger family absolutely and, I mean they yeah. are gigantic and they do great. You know, great job, and I love yep. all of their products. So, right. uh, you know, so but at the same time, I still do. I still have this kind of like you know buy localish sort of thing where it's like, man, stick with small, and you yep. can't go wrong. So, yeah. yeah, and we're we're getting a lot of really great feedback from uh, a lot of people when they travel from anywhere in the United States or even Europe when they come out and they see a small little family winery and stuff. They go. Well, this is you know this is what we 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 want. You were, this is the experience is they it. were looking for when right. they came out, and yeah. it's, it is a lot of it is the experience and stuff. Sure. And uh, and again, we we touched on it a little uh, last week uh, that the this little radio or television show that I'm going to be on yeah. in a few few months is going to be a real fun thing, and that's going to be on the Travel Channel. And you know, that's going to hit the Travel Channel June. probably just about the time but, where you're going to really benefit from. You'll have your Barbera all out. <laughs> huge. I mean, it's yeah, just so it'll it'll be, it'll be big. Hopefully, a big pop for you. And I mean, because you you get media placements. I mean, you've been in Sunset and other things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, but at the same time, it's like it's always nice to yeah. to get that recognition. Yeah. That's good. It will be hopefully my 15 minutes of fame. So. Well, hopefully it's not just your 15 minutes well, well, well it's a, at least and, and I think that's about how long our segment's going to be it'll be interesting once <laughs> once I get it and I'll, I'll definitely they're going to send me a, a 
a little a little ditty on on us. So. Oh, cool. Um, uh, yes, so we go to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at the clock again. I'm a clock watcher. You're a clock watcher. I'm a clock watcher. Uh, that sounds that sounds dir- that sounds almost dirty. So don't say that. I know. I know. Um, so hey, you know, you want to talk about this? Um, do we? Do or we want to save it? Why don't we save, save it, it for we'll the next it. segment? All right, all right, all right. And then uh, I, I've got this thing, and the, this is kind of a fun push in our local area here. The um, and this these guys aren't small either. Maverick Media Group uh-huh. uh, are the partnership. Uh, is is actually uh, uh, the radio arm of a lot, what their group does is they buy up a lot of small uh, independent radio stations right. all across the United States. And so they're a big company, but they still let everybody stay small. And yeah, well, yeah, but that runs the danger of, of the the same thing that Clear Channel did back in you know twenty years ago, yeah. thirty years ago. Well, so. the good thing is though that these guys have the knowledge and the experience to put things together. But they've got a, uh, a bunch of fun, uh, you know, experiences for uh, investors, not investors, but uh, for people who want to advertise on the radio. And I'm going to another thing on behalf of my winery as well mm-hmm. as us. Okay. Because we're a little podcast radio little, type show. Uh, yeah. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll see what we can do. Maybe we can kind of get a, get on make a little, little uh, you know, make a deal here. You know, hey. let's, let's go to How the next doing? level. How you doing? How you, you doing? Oh, hey, yeah. let's do well, lunch. Let's do, let's, uh, let's do some business here. Yeah, let's talk. So right. anyway, so we'll, we'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I went to this uh, workshop that they had about a year ago. And uh, very informative about marketing and advertising and things that you could do, or this thing to 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 be have businesses more aware of of what things you could do on the radio to kind of, you know, kickstart an event or or whatever it might be. Uh, but for us, it'll be interesting to see how I can maybe push the show. <laughs> You're like, yeah, hey, let's do that. All right. So we'll see. Um, and then um, we talked a little bit about uh, – I'm going to leave him oh, for the next segment too. too. Groupon. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. You were talking at the end of last week. Uh, last week. But the couple th- – f- about a month ago, we did a group, uh, Groupon ad. Ah, and yeah. We, How'd that go? Oh, and did, did, did I not tell you guys about? No, you did. I do okay. remember hearing about it, but I I wanted to ask. It was, it was pretty pretty successful. They, uh, so what I'm was happy. the deal? Tell me the, what the, this, the – the particulars of this deal. So the guys called up me yeah. and they said, "Dude, you know, you have Dude. a little winery. Um, uh, we think you know you would benefit from our uh, our pushing uh, an ad on you, and um, it's not always the wine thing that people want; it's the experience. The experience, yes. So I put together a little program for people to actually uh, come taste wines from the barrel." Uh, and do a little blending Blend thing. their own, which is something you like to do. I love to do that. Yeah. So anyway, I set up some really uh, cool classes, and we still have some openings, too. Um, so if anybody's interested, uh, contact Kaz at uh, winebizradio.com. <laughs> uh, that's Kaz at winebizradio.com. So, uh, so then, what, so, how, well, so, i got to so, ask you this before sure. we go into the details of that, but sure. how much was the discount? Uh, the discount for people who bought it was um, 40%. And what did you value it at? Uh, valued it at um, approximately a hundred, hundred bucks. So, so because it was the whole experience of blending yeah, your own wine, sort of thing. Yeah. Right? So they got it for. And you're doing? Are you literally doing like you know? Maybe it was ninety bucks. But anyway, are you doing like you know graduated cylinder kind of blending? They can do that if they want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. I've got some little graduated cylinders that they can they can pull out and uh, you know do ten percent of this and twenty uh, percent right. of that and then seventy percent of something else and come up with their own little cuvee blend 
Um, nice. Well, I, that's cool because that is the winemaking experience. That's not all. Okay. They get to have <laughs> if you call now cheeses, uh, local cheeses. Oh, cool. Artisan cheeses and some bread from an artisan bread. So company. where did you get the cheese from? The cheese. Well, I haven't got it okay, yet, but it's going to be from. Uh, I'm going to work with a bunch of different ones actually. Okay. So every week we're doing this every Sunday, uh, and that's it's every Sunday through June and July. Uh, well, I'm sorry, May, June, and the first two weeks of July, and people can just sign up for a class and taste it. Uh, the wines, uh, blend them, try them, and then have cheese, artisan cheese, and bread from different vendors uh, nice. almost every week. Well, there's plenty of bakeries around. Then. Oh, my goodness. He's pointing at me again. Then. <laughs> if is, this was a 3D movie, people would be freaking whoa, out. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, that, that, whoa. That finger is coming right into my nose. Um, they get to bottle. They literally get to bottle. They uh, bottle. A bottle, two bottles, how many? A bottle bottles? per person. Okay. So if they're coming as a couple, they can go, well, I like the 50 50 and, and I like the 25 75 blend, you know? All so, right. and they can do that and then they go home and they can try it at whatever time they want. And uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. I think that is cool. So, because that is legitimately the, the sort of thing that Groupon really excels at sure. is selling an experience because that's the de- that's really what they're, they're going on. It's not sure. just like, you know, you see the deals that come in is like, oh yeah, here's you know twenty five bucks for fifty dollars worth of food, and it's just right. like, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. that, those those are the cheap ones. Those right. are the ones that are like, there's no frills attached. That's just to be called coupon. That's exactly not Groupon. It's right. just a coupon. You know, you're right. just getting something for a, at a cut. But I think it's like you know, getting something that people will truly value and truly and and an experience that they'll that they'll remember. Oh yeah, because I mean, I people would. have ever blended their own wines. Not right. that many people, right? I mean, still, so it's like it's it, a it's a fun thing to do. It's pretty interesting too, because when I do a blending, a so, a little soft blendings in there, they can choose from two two barrels in the tasting room at any weekend, and people go, oh, I, I you know, I'd screw it up. I just couldn't do that. I you know, how how could you? How could I do that? I don't know anything. And I go, look, it's simple. You Gotta, you have two wines. It's, a, it's just like you have two milks. You have your white milk and you have your chocolate milk. Yeah. And if you and blend how chocolate the two, do you want your milk? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to blend in the two wines that you're gonna, the yeah. two wines. It's simple. It's just like the two milks. So yeah, because and, and, and I think that the thing about it is is and that plays to the 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 typical thing we hear about the wine industry is that it's hard. It's difficult. And it's like, no, you don't – you know what? You can take two radically different tasting wines, sure. blend them together in a certain proportion, and you'll make something completely different than either of them. And it right. might be the perfect wine for you. Right. So why not try and find out? Right. And that's why I think it, what makes it yeah. interesting – and, of course, that goes back to your old uh, your old. Uh, My old say, slogan, the slogan. Of, yeah, there's no harm in experiment. There's no harm in yeah. experiment. So I think that's a really good. No, uh, good, good for you. No, how many takers did you get? Uh, and it's it, it, they're still actually it's taking. Still on? Well, no, it's not on on, but they can still kind they of can still get sign it up if for it? somehow okay. they can do that. But they, there is a way. But uh, we we ended up getting about thirty six. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So uh, and then and that's and that's fine for me. I mean, it worked out good. You know, it was a and it'll be a fun thing because I can fill in with other people or put you know groups of people together. Now, here's the sad thing that they did do though. They they ran the ad and they didn't put when it started and when it ended. Oh dear. In the first little, so they ran another another little ad and to clarify and stuff. But I had people show up a couple weeks ago. Oh, who wanted to do? Who it? wanted to do it uh, on that weekend? They got well. We're out here from New York. Oh God. Well, then you said something. I did it. Them. 
Yeah, I did course. it, and it was good for me to go through because now well, it was now a, a kinda, dry run. Yeah, basically. exactly. And here's where the, the 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 benefit to me was: both the people that that, that did that they bought up. They bought. They, they either you, blended more or they tasted they, wine and they, and they bought, bought more. So all of a sudden it worked. Yeah. So See? that that's and that, sales. Thing. And that what that's the that's the part of the of the deal that you benefit from. Sure. Is that you you provide the experience and the opportunity for them, and then they go, "Wow, this place is really good. Yeah, I'll buy right. some more." Right. And dun 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 dun. Suddenly, work. suddenly business makes sense. All right. All right. Time for breaky poo. This is Kaz Rennie and the Xless here again. And oh, and I'll tell you that when we come back from the break, we're gonna open oh this up, so. wine. We're gonna try some wine here. So again, this okay. is this is the the boys here at Wine Biz Radio. Listen to these words. We'll be right back. for another cornerstone moment. Oh, yeah. This week, Kaz talks with Craig Camp and Jeff Keen of Cornerstone Sellers about who inspires them. Uh, everybody looks up to uh, somebody in the business for one reason or another. Uh, I'm going to ask both of you, so I'll give Jeff a little extra free time on here to think about this one, but uh, Craig, who do you look up to or what winery have you... Well, in, in Napa, I, I really admire Kathy Corison. I think that uh, she has gone on for several decades really uh, uh, adhering to what she believes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's made wines for herself, even when it was the type of wine she w- was making was not very fashionable. Mm-hmm. Now it seems to be coming back into to style. Sure. But I, I've always admired her uh, integrity, uh, focus, and uh, the willing willingness to do what she believes in. Jeff? Uh, same question. You know, who do you look up to in the wine business? Doesn't have to be a specific person or a winery. Either one. Well, it is a, a specific person. Uh, Michael Havens. Um, I actually started out my winemaking career at Havens Wine Cellars. Learned my winemaking at Havens Wine Cellars. Nice. And uh, Michael is a, you know, he's a pioneer of uh, Merlot, Cab Franc and Syrah in a cool climate area down mm-hmm. in Caneros. Right. Um, again, wines that um, he loves to drink, he loves to make, very acid-driven, very lifted, um, and very food-friendly wines. And that's who I respect and let my uh, winemaking from. You can find Cornerstone and Stepping Stone wines online at cornerstonecellars.com. You can visit their tasting room in downtown Yountville, California, or you can find them at fine restaurants and retailers. Look them up on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa. And those are our friends at Cornerstone Sellers. Stay thirsty, my friends, and please always remember Wine Biz Radio. Thank you. WineBizRadio.com with Kaz, Randy, and X. X Liz. is not here. X, Liz. X. Liz. Uh-huh. Uh, you are um, Holy shish. having a good time over there with that wine glass. Don't, Shall we fill it with something? Yeah, don't yell so much. Though. Okay. All right. All right. As much. I'll turn down your headphones just a tiny Hey, bit. if anybody out there really wants to hear many, many moons of us here on uh, KSVY, 91.3 FM, under the sun here, uh, the sundial is always hot. 
here. <laughs> 91.3 FM. But See, I'm legally obligated from not using that. Now. I know. You, you've told me I'm, I'm constrained. Yeah, you're, you're constrained and restrained. Um, but this is uh, – you could listen to four-plus years of us on the Wine Biz Radio by going to the podcast uh, if anybody is interested in oh, listening to anything. Get in, get in there. Get in there. How many, how many bottles have you opened? <laughs> not too many recently. Uh, not too many recently. All right. So go to uh, winebizradio.com. Here comes. Here comes. Here comes. Oh. Oh. Hello. Oh, you just hi there. Hi. Wow, that's a pretty clean looking cork. So today's a grape is a blend, actually, and this is brought to you by Keontae. Yeah, the D O C G. This is a 2010, and I have a hunch it's uh, some. Uh, it's uh, well, some. It's going to be a Sangiovese, Sangiovese and a, probably a Cabernet blend. Although, it would, why would they have Cabernet and be a Chianti? Well, well because it's not a Chianti Classico. Well, I think that might be it, and that seems to be the big nice color. It is oh, a nice color. It's a beautiful color, and it's. Uh, it's uh, really a, a nice garnety color there. Oh, it's got like some interesting maple kind of. Oh yeah, that's pretty interesting. I think it's going to open up even nicer once it's aerated a little. Give bit. Give it a little time. Uh, this is one that I I think I got Where'd this one this? at the uh, Go. Oh, at the, but uh, but it was one of the better ones. I mean, it was. Um, huh. It was yeah. definitely. It happens. I can't read. Sometimes the small you, print. you can't read anything here. Let me see. You and then you can probably say that better than I can, and you're uh, Italian. No. <laughs> no. Le Corbini? Le Corbini. Le Cor- whatever. Le Corbini. What a weird name. Uh-huh. Um, it's a Chianti, uh, and it's it 2010. And 2010, we're f- 13% alcohol. And it was around the $10 margin. Imported by Fresno Company. There you go. Amiano. Amiamo. 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 All right, so All right. this is uh, so there you go. a little Italian thing going on. A little Italian thing. A little Italian thing. I can guarantee it's got a fairly significant amount of Sangiovese in it because that is a definite Sangiovese nose. Yep. Yeah. It's getting a little floral for me here. It's kind of weird. That's pretty darn nice. That's a nice compliment to my uh, Barbera, actually. Those are fairly... Hey, you could blend them. They're fairly similar, but I I think... I'd say this has got a little more... uh, Definitely lighter. Oh, you think I'd it's, it's heavy? It's got a little more heft. Yeah, I don't think really? it's really. Uh, it's just different. I mean, I think I, uh, this has got a longer finish than the Barbera for you me. You think? Yeah, I do. Huh. Yeah. I know. Now you're like, well, I'm going to have to go get some more glasses and then we're going to do a side by side or something. But uh, no, I think, I think it, you know, Sangiovese stands up nicely. I mean, it's it's pretty decent. And uh, I imagine you did not spend a ton of no, scratch I, I, on this. I already said it was about ten bucks. Yeah, so about in that ten dollar uh, range. Ten dollar range, and for mm. you know, and I think that's the kind of the secret is that you know, there's there's a bunch of people out there that are like, uh, you know, they're like, oh, I want I want a good wine for five bucks, and it's like, you know. That's going to get harder. Yeah. Well, try the GO, though, because uh, the GO to us is the, uh, in our neck of the woods, it's the groceries outlet. Or yeah, the grocery, grocery outlet. outlet. They're, they're all over the U.S., uh, but uh, we have a few of them in this area. And, uh, uh, yeah, generally speaking, you know, you find you, – you, in the wine country, you'll find good deals there because sure. it's, where, it's where wineries quietly go to offload inventory. Yeah. Um, and, and that's – you know, and they're – they – it's the – Worst kept, worst kept secret really is like you know people go there and they get decent deals. But generally speaking, you know people are going people who are going to the grocery outlet are generally not wine shoppers. So 
Um, but what about me? Well, what about you? <laughs> no, I just go there because X likes you it. You go there because X likes it, and, and so X, yeah. X marks the spot and, on the on the shelf. So I mean, and you'll never know um, what you'll find. That's kind of the other the other trick of it is that you from from day to day, even perhaps uh, the inventory might widely vary. So anyway, um, so we're going to move on to uh, well, we're going to talk a little bit about my buddy at BevX. That's Mr. Sean Ledford, who we spoke with a couple months ago already, and uh, he's got uh, some fun things out. Uh, this was last week's, uh, of course, chat. because I, you don't think to well, talk I, about I, it last week. Yeah, I did not. So uh, <laughs> I, it was it was just sitting here, you know. And this is uh, he's talking about Rocky Mountain Whiskey. So there's a, a company called Rocky Mountain Whiskey, and they produce uh, their own spirits and pop it into their their whiskey. You know, a place we need to go visit. Uh, yes, we should. Charbet Distillery. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. We should literally go. We should have. And visit. Let's go now. Let's go. Yeah, okay. We're going to hang up right now. Uh, we're oh, going to see you. Oh, we're off to St. Helena. Oh, oh, they're closed. Oh, that's right. Oh, Damn it. All right. Anyway. You can't say that. Um, and then there's also- uh, But I've driven by the driveway. On BevX, uh, he's talking- I know where they are now. About uh, cocktail of the week. Well, that's good. I'm okay. glad you know where you're going. Yeah. It's about time. <laughs> the cocktail of the week is actually, and this was a week ago, was a tequila kind of a thing going on. But something we think uh, that happens in creating a drinking tequila cocktail. So you got to go on to their page and find out what the cow is all about. And it's, it's I can tell you it's a tasty bartender's nightmare to produce. Uh, but anyway, I'm not going to give any more out than that. And just check out BevX.com. He's also featured uh, wine-wise this week. He's, or again, last week. He's uh, big on the Rhones. So he's hitting some Rhone wines really? and says, "Hey, do you do you seek out do you wines like made from the Rhone? Well, <laughs> so do we. Chances are that someone's reading this right now and going around. What is a Rhone? And basically, it's a Syrah ish type. It's a, usually Syrah or Grenache based blend. Yeah, yeah. and Grenache is 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 the is the uh, is bigger there." Yeah. Then Syrah. Syrah's number two, number dose. That's why they don't call them SGMs. They call them GSMs. Yeah, that's right. And then he's also, uh, the, the fun thing about BevX, he's not only talking about cocktails, wines, he's also got some beer, fun beer things on there. So he's talking about pilsners. Uh, but it's always fun. You know, yeah, this, it's it's the whole summertime uh, discussion of what yeah, beer to drink. Yeah. And I still think that drinking dark beer in, winter, in summertime is okay. Oh, it is. Personally. It just depends. It is, and it, because a, a lot of people think that dark beer is going to really, really just be too heavy and too, and it's not. Too, and it's not. No, I know. I it's, mean, if you look at, I've got a fridge full. I have literally have a fridge full of Guinness. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, you drink Guinness, and you think, oh, Guinness, it's going to be hard to drink. It's just dark, but it's very, very drinkable beer. I mean, it's something that you you could literally make it into a session beer if you wanted to, because it's not very high alcohol. And so it's like, yeah, you could drink two or three and, and get <laughs> as opposed yeah. to one or two glasses of wine. So it's like, yeah, you could tie one on pretty nicely in either way. But I'm just saying that, you know, just because the color's dark doesn't necessarily mean that it is It don't mean nothing. Heavy. It don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. Though, when you talk about, you know, because, uh, you know, there, we've, we've talked about this in the past. There's a well-understood well, well relationship between what you see – the colors that you see with your eye and what your brain perceives in sure. terms of, ooh, that's dark. That means it's good. It's just like looking at a woman. Yeah, well, I suppose. You know. I like them dark. 
and w- well-rounded. And okay, yeah. Uh, all my all that stuff. All my feminist friends are now. Did, was that your phone that did me, a buzz? Yeah, I think my phone buzzed. I'll just drop well, it no, on the but floor. It, no, but is that was that Christoph? Because I no. didn't see a little thing pop up. Because we're tr- no, we're trying to not. locate him. I know we're trying to find X, and he's uh, willfully de- declining to be, to answer his uh, mobile device. Hey, I've got to ask you a couple of questions. Okay, okay. Now let's let's go to film. I mean, people have, have tried. You know, we've gotten some emails lately about you know what's Randy doing in film, and you, <laughs> what's you're... Randy doing in film? So what what what's going on right so now? So right now, I've uh, finished my uh, last project or my my fourth project, which is a commercial. Did I tell you about this commercial? Uh, you started to I say started you were talking, shooting it, but yeah, we have no idea I am, uh, what it is. I thought I'd given you the concept, but maybe I didn't. Um, Tell me again. So, so refresh my based memory. In, uh, it is for a law firm in San Francisco, a one-man law firm. Right. Uh, and the idea is to kind of raise awareness about his law, uh, law firm yeah. without being the cheesy kind of like, you know, we're here to defend you sort of. Uh, oh, you, know, you should have done that. I do not. Oh, I yeah. saw I – <laughs> I went on YouTube and I did my research and kind of looking at what lawyer ads look like, right. I said there's, there's no way I'm going to make a lawyer ad. In the prototypical style. Yeah, good. So what I did was I actually uh, because part of it is he's he's dealing with these kind. He wants to attract clients in a certain kind of uh, business clientele. Yeah. So I came up with a metaphor of a flower in a forest. Yeah. And so I shot a sunrise um, in Napa, and uh, went to a, uh, a forest setting in between the Napa and Sonoma counties. Yeah. Um, up in the the hills, the Mai, the sure. Mai range, sure. so uh, and filmed basically a little flower uh, getting the morning sun on it and growing and looking beautiful and all this other stuff, and then some big boot comes along and squashes it. And the whole point is, your the little, your business is this little flower, and then some big big fish comes along and tries to stomp nice. on you for being very good. You know. And so, uh, and I, I have some voiceover that's going to roll under it right now. Currently. Uh, uh, as we're recording this, the voiceover is my voice. Yeah. So I'm not. Hi there. I can't say that it's real. I'm thrilled with that, but uh, uh, I, I wanted to, to get a certain mood across with the voiceover, and I knew that I could probably pull it off. And so. And the, the guy doesn't have a voice? No. Uh, well, he, and, <laughs> no. And he, no. He, he's not, no. He's not a voiceover artist. Uh, but Hi. I'm Wally. Uh, no, he's not quite that bad, <laughs> but at the same time. And then I closed the, 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 uh, the piece, this commercial, with uh, you know his you know his URL to visit his website and a picture and a video of him, you know, kind of smiling for the camera and being this is oh you should have had this, his- what they call that in commercials they call that the hero shot they call that that is the yeah. hero shot sure. meaning that that is the product you know right. you're, it's and at the uh, generally speaking in the conventionism for commercials <laughs> the last three to five seconds of the commercial is the product you, yeah you know what would have been nice is to have the guy with a little tear coming down his no, eye no, no wait a minute wait a minute Look, check it out check it out and he's got the the flower in his hand <laughs> no. Or, no, I wasn't interested in going. Or he's grabbing no, the you know, Wait, wait, wait. Go I got another one. Right. Or he's grabbing the boot that just got it, right? And, and he's tripping him. No, he Kung takes it and just throws the boot like as far as he can into oblivion. And you see this boot go down a cliff. And you know, if he hires me for a follow up, maybe I'll talk about that <laughs> particular concept. So, anyhow, yeah, that was the uh, nice. uh, that nice. was the the commercial. And so now we transition to my last project for this film, uh, this film uh, making uh, course, right? And that is the thesis. Ah. And of course, now I'm left to wonder what the heck am I going to do? 
you know, I originally thought, hey, yeah, I'll just do a, I'll do another documentary, and I might still do a documentary, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of figuring out what I might do right. in that regard. Uh, but the idea of doing uh, possibly getting somebody else's screenplay and doing a short narrative film for my thesis is wow. is also possibly working for me. Uh, so because wow. I do have I do have a a, a, a writer, writer dude who um, who is who is open to the notion. Wow. But I haven't read any of her uh, any of her work other than one thing. Yeah. Wow. I can't shoot that one. So. Right. Anyway, so that's that. So it's like you know, maybe I could do that. I've got to, I've got to kind of suss that out in the next few weeks, and then uh, uh, supposed to be producing that in uh, June and July, and then editing it in August, and then screening it in September. Wow. So, yeah, that's good. And be- then I'll be on my own after that. It's like, oh crap. Yep. Now. I'm- so you think that'll be enough schooling to really kind of? It already is. Yeah. I think uh, I've I've gotten enough uh, I've gotten enough curiosity, and uh, I found that in talking with prospective clients about doing some projects, that I'm sure. asking all the right questions, and I'm I find myself knowing what I need to know and knowing what I need to to get out of the client to be able to do work sure. for them. Yeah. And so from that perspective, I think it's already been it's already been useful. Um, Good. You know. Yeah. Knowing. Uh, you know, knowing the questions to ask and knowing what you need to get, and that's something that I just didn't know before. Right. I mean, yeah, operating a camera and operating sound equipment is like, yeah, I can do that. That's not hard. It's right. not that stuff. It's the the pre production stuff that is really the toughest. All right, the business, the, the business end of things, the money end of things, yes, but also just the organizational kind of getting everything set up so that your production is as as smooth as possible. Sure, sure. And that's really the hardest part. I right. Mean, that is. That's half of movie making. Do you got, do you think that you're going to team up at all, or, or at least stay in touch with some of these guys to oh, put yeah. together a team? Oh yeah. yeah. If, if anybody fact, gets we're, a call, we're, we're trying to talk about. You know, it's funny is that it, it, it inevitably ends up being this way where you start. Uh, you've you've been working with these people now. I've been working with these people for almost you know seven months. Yeah. And you've got a working relationship with them. Sure. And so, and in some cases, of there's probably I would say two strong people in there that I would be more than happy to work with on a long-term basis. Like they, cool. they're, they're, if they're like, hey, I'm going to do this film, I'll be like, well, what do you want me to do to help you? Because I yeah. want to be a part of this. Yeah. And uh, But, I mean, all seven of us in, in terms of the, the group of people that were in this class, right. um, if any of them call on me to help, I would be there because yeah. I know what they're capable of doing. Right. And uh, I'd be excited to be involved in any of their projects because right. I like the stuff. I like the work they do. Right. Yeah. And they kind of like the work I do too. Yeah, kind of. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's funny do. is I'm the old guy. I'm the, I'm like the father figure, which is kind of right. weird for me. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, you guys could all be my kids, which is freaky. <laughs> uh, so you know, yeah, because uh, not any of them are older than 24. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I'm wow. The, I am I am almost double their age. Yeah. You know, from that perspective, so wow. yeah. When I say I could be your dad, I'm not kidding. I could. Yeah. You know, it's like that's creepy. Um. So nice. But, yeah. So it's uh now. It's, now is is this uh, the the lawyer going back to your lawyer? Film? Oh yeah. Is he going to use it or put it up or? Yeah. Well, the idea it? is to have something that he'll he will approve and like and want to use uh, on his website. And so that was the whole discussion sure. from the start was what kind of advertisement would you like to get so that you would be happy to have that present your company sure. on on your website? Because sure. realistically, the distribution channel was never going to be television. 
the distribution channel for these commercials sure. is always going to be something like YouTube or or embedded on your website or something like that. Right, so, right. Yeah. yeah, check this but out. But yeah, exactly. It's like you you want to find out about my company in in 30 seconds. Here's a here's a quick right. video. And that'd be cool too if people even stopped by into their website and checked uh, the uh, this stuff. Yeah. Uh, Boy, yeah. we ran over. It's time for a break. Let's do this. Let's do that. This is Kaz Randy and the Excels here and Wine Biz Radio and we'll be right back. Randy Yes, I think we need to talk about this wine, this this new wine guy, this wine industry network, this wine industry network, wine kind industry of guy. network. You know what's cool about wine industry network is that it is a it's a it's a it's a live directory. No way. Yes, it is a way for uh, both you know uh, wine industry buyers. Like people that want yes. to buy either products or services. And let me guess, I wine. bet they want to network together they, to figure out what to do. Exactly. God but, darn yeah, it. I know. You're just so smart that way. I am. But I want to say that uh, uh, it's it's what's what's cool is you know there are other there are other publications that come out on a on a sure. more or less annual basis yes that are a directory of suppliers but that, that takes that, a whole year to get that, that takes information. a whole year for that information to really get updated i bet this information is alive this information is live and what's really cool about it is that if you are interested in connecting to folks that want to that that are you know purchasers sure. for the wine industry. You can you can actually go in there, you you are able to create a profile for yourself. If you created yourself an account um, for your business on Wine Industry Network, you can go in there and you can create uh, little news updates that basically get dropped into this newsletter. It's called Link. The Link. And this thing is uh, it's terribly useful. And it's and it's targeted for just just the 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 category of buyers that that I, are interested I, I, in finding I your get thing. The link. You already get the link. I, I get know. the link. So do you have the link right here? Um, you know what? I, you don't. I don't today. Oh, but you know what? Next demerit. week I will bring you next, next week. You link. I will so, link you, you know, up. The the trick is that you go to wineindustrynetwork.com. You can actually sign up for if you're a buyer. You go to sign sign up for this this uh, weekly newsletter. And if you're a wine geek, and, uh, a and wine you, weirdo like me, yeah, if you're the, if if you're if you're in the industry, you're a winery, sure. or you are a you know create a profile. You can create a, you can create yourself a profile, sure. and then you can start blasting out information to uh, other folks who can then buy your service or product. And I think it's super cool. It so is super cool. Go down, uh, check them out. Wineindustrynetwork.com for more details. Those are our friends at Wine Industry Network. Winebizradio.com. What's up, wine drinkers? You know what's next is Wine Biz Radio with Kaz, Randy, and X. This is Eric Schwartz, a.k.a. Smooth E. And you are bringing the wine industry to your ears with Wine Biz Radio. Oh, yeah, you Yeah. WineBizRadio.com. We appreciate Kaz, Randy, and X. Bless. Bless. All right. So, the Schwartz, the Schwartz guy? The Schwartz is with you. The Schwartz is with you. I got to tell you, when we did that, and that's two years ago. It's been almost two years. Almost a year and a half. Those guys, I don't think people realize that those guys came up with that instantaneously. On the fly. On the fly. Yeah, we we just said, hey, could you do this? And they're like, okay. And then you just started to wrap something together. Yeah. Whoa. uh, Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. And, and they were just you know don't talk about film with me anymore because you just get me off into the weeds and we run over and I'm like oh man look at that but see right. you know what you know what's nice for me to see is that you have 
you have this enthusiasm now in you. Uh-huh, that I didn't have when I was, you know, it's been, this funny thing is it's been about a year since I quit the day job. Yeah. Yeah. Which is freaky in another manner. It's like, right. crap, I need to start making money. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a year since I, since I uh, exited the uh, gainfully employed uh, the ranks of the gainfully employed and uh, how time flies when you're having time fun. flies when you're having a good time yeah and i would say that that uh since september it has been um it has been fast-paced but it's been definitely worth it and i've learned a ton and uh really enjoy it so yeah it's good yeah. i think uh you know i've already got lots of people who are just like hey when you're done um you know when you're done with this program we want to talk with you about you know a project here a project there and i'm getting all kinds of interesting yeah. stuff, and that's what that's how it happens. And then it's yeah. then it's portfolio time. I know. Yeah, well, that's and that's partly what these five films are supposed to represent. Exactly, beginning of a of a reel, right? Um, but yeah, I'm I'm actually I've I've picked up a project over at our um, our local school. Cool, um, doing something for them. They were uh, uh, they, it was uh, some footage that they had already shot with uh, little flip cams and stuff like that. But uh, uh, doing. Doing a video for them because they're getting an award over that Sonoma State uh, is, uh, you know, their their department, nice. of, uh, department of Education, you know, has a, an award program for for you know for schools, sure, um, for for innovative programming or innovative uh, programs um, for for kids, right? And so our school's winning this award this year. So I was like, yeah. hey, cool, right on. So uh, yeah, I, I had to cut together a little video for them and. Uh, and so that's kind of how it starts. Is yeah. like you know you get these little projects together and they kind of build and they build and they build. absolutely. As long as you're showing skill and and the desire to to you know do something interesting with it, yeah. Not just be like, well, okay, I'll make your video. Yeah, and that's how I was in my in my other life sure. when I was a commercial photographer and stuff. I had, uh, you know, you just you come out of school and you've got this enthusiasm to do. Stuff. Stuff. You and, just want to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then just and try it out and hopefully you get clients that'll go, you know, I, I like that idea. Let's 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 go let's that, do that that let's try that. Let's do that. Exactly. So and it's, and they're flipping the bill for it. So exactly. Nice. Well, yeah, and, and I mean and part of it is also uh learning how to fundraise to do my own films if I want to do them and and uh you know. That to me for you would be a really I mean, incredible, and and to learn how how to do that. Or yeah, the and best as ways part of this, the through. part of this this upcoming phase, they talk about fundraising and, and nice. Uh, and so, yeah, no, they talk a lot about the business of producing. Yeah. Um, in the next uh, the next couple. Of right. Months. So you so, don't yeah. have to flip the bill. So exactly. So thing. and and uh, you know, I'll 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 talk about you know the, the one of the films that I watched uh, uh, last week at the film festival. Yeah. Um, the 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 uh, filmmaker basically went six digits into debt to yeah. make the film. Yeah, and uh, the the trouble was is that uh, you know she had not gotten all of her paperwork in order in terms of releases. Oh my gosh! And she did international travel. So oh. it's how do you go back to these countries and get signatures yeah. in order to get clearance so that you can get distribution? And yeah. I was just like. You're never going to see that six digits again. I mean, it's like that's yeah, really tough. I felt so bad once I heard that. I was just, I, I, I literally, I, I, I wanted to be like, I can I give you a hug because <laughs> this, this is going to suck to hear this. But wow. yeah, so yeah, I, I was, I really felt bad. But uh, wow. that's one of those lessons that you learn very quickly in film school in terms of producing is you don't roll the cameras until you got the ink on the paper because. Right. Right. That's you what can't, they, otherwise, yeah. you can't use the you can't use it. I mean, right. It's like because you know the minute that 
you put something together that they don't like, they're gonna they're gonna bring the lawyers, right? And, and you know, put shut you down. And and uh, I mean, that's it's hard. And and considering the the nature of the documentary that she made. She would never get those signatures down on some of the people that she got on camera because uh, they're hostile to the particular subject. Wow. All right. So anyhow, uh, lesson learned on, there. On um, that fun note. So, yeah, on that fun note, what do we got? Well, there's a, a company around, and, and we're going to have this gentleman on our show too, Mr. Yeah. Jason Mandel, and, and, and no relation to uh, Harvey uh, as, as, a, uh, as a fun time yeah. kind of crazy dude. Um, <laughs> But um, it's uh, a product called .cal.com. Yeah, well, I, you know, you sent me this email. I and did. I, and I looked at I, I tried to look it up, and I was just like, what is this thing? This is actually a, a, an amazing thing. An amazing thing. Yes. I think it's pretty amazing. Okay, but you're a Luddite, so it might not be That's amazing true. to everyone else. No, I think it's going to be pretty cool. All right. Pretty cool thing. So you have a single event. You, you enter uh, to a website, and you go to a calendar, right? Okay. And you find out what's going on. at. The, well, we'll take me, for instance. Uh, you know, what's going on at Kaz Winery on his calendar? So it, it spits out a couple of dates of certain things. Um, and then it flows, but 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 there, his thing is that you do it once, you set it up once, and not only does it do, do it on my calendar, it does it on the Hosva calendar, which is our local calendar. You can hook it up to uh, all, any calendar that you want to hook up to. Right, but you still have to go in and feed it content, right? You feel it, feed it once. As How do you a, feed it once? Because it that that's the beauty. It ties of his into product. some other product that you actually use for calendar or for scheduling stuff. You schedule it basically. It looks like your calendar, but it's their calendar. And right, so what it does? <laughs> I'm creeped out by that particular statement, but okay. But what it does is it just it puts everything together. So. Um, you, you, it'll send out to here. It'll send out to like Canvas's calendar for the people that are there. It'll send out to any any calendar that you basically want it to go to. It'll go to it, and you only do this once, and it'll be up on everybody's calendar. And all the the cool thing is, if you made it, you, you know, you have a change of date, or somebody else shows up, and it's the wrong person, or the wrong time, or the wrong color, or the wrong. You make wine. the change, and then it spreads that change out, right? right? So you do it once, and you you're salivating over this, and I'm kind of I'm you yawning set it personally. And forget okay. it. Set it and forget it. Yeah. Right. Well, again, it's, we'll give it a shot. We'll go take a good, good long look at it. But yeah. I've got to tell you, I'm skeptical. Yeah, I know, right. and that's I'm good. Skeptical at the awesomeness. Of guy, this. the guy is is super. If he's a good nice salesman, guy. then you'd be drawn in by it. I'm, yeah. I'm okay yeah. with this. Yeah. So, and, so and 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 all the people uh, at, in our and all the wineries were like, well. They were God, that just sounds so cool that that again that this is reaching out to every calendar that's literally out there and it'll be put on calendars. What about my paper calendar that I keep in my hip pocket? It'll be on there. No, it won't. Yes, it will. I when you're asleep at night, <laughs> Jason, little, little underpants gnomes climb out of the computer screen and no. jump into my pants. No, better than that. Bigger, <laughs> much bigger than that. Jason will come out himself and write it and write, write it, it in on. his fluid handwriting into my little black. Hip right. pocket yeah, And then he gets All right. sent back in the loop. Uh, before we run out of time, I sure. want to mention uh, that Kruvy, Kruvy or our friends at Vintank um, have devised something called the Social Media Index for wineries. Uh, so you can find it at kruvy.com forward slash brand 
dash index forward slash score. What a dumb... Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> they could come up with a better URL than that. All right. I know these guys can come up with a better URL than that. No, um, so here's the here's the little thing. If you don't see your winery, so you go you can go there um, and uh, it'll have a list of uh, kind of the the wine brands and how yeah. they score in yeah. terms of how how high they rank. Sure, and a lot of it has to do with their social engagement. So it has how they engage other people on Twitter and Facebook and blah 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 blah. blah. Boy, I'd be at the bottom of that list. Hey, that's all right. A lot of other wineries will be in good company with you. Yeah. Um, so they're saying that if you don't see your winery in the top fifty, uh, that you can search for it. There's a fine brand search box. Um, and then they ask you uh, go you know ensure that if you're a winery, you go ensure that your inv- information is correct. Uh, especially your Facebook fan page URL and your Twitter account. And if it's wrong, please log in. And uh, you can change that stuff and make it, uh, you know, their, their idea is uh, that Vintank is out there to try and help you uh, to succeed in social media. So, and, and these guys are legit. These are the, they're not kidding. Uh, you know, Vintank's longtime friends of ours, they are um, uh, very, very knowledgeable in social engagement online and online and wine. These are the guys that know what, what's going on. These are the dudes. These are the dudes. So, um, you know, you can find out more. Like I said, you can just go to Vintank.com. I'm pretty sure that Vintank.com, um, they will have a link to this. But it's also Kruvy.com forward slash brand dash index forward slash score. Once again, guys, you're killing me with these URLs. Uh, but it's the social media index for wineries. And uh, you should go check it out. I mean, go check it out if you're interested in seeing – other wineries, how they're being successful online, because that's probably where you're going to really find the value of sure. this thing, is going and seeing the companies that are ranked highest. Go see what they're doing, because first of all, right. their Facebook fan page and their Twitter accounts are all public. You can see what they're doing. Right. You can kind of figure out, oh, they're actually responding to people, or oh, they're actually, you know, uh, they, they post interesting content that gets people involved and gets people, gets, you know, audience engagement or it doesn't talk about and and this is something that is kind of a bugaboo for him uh, for Paul uh, Mabry and the Vintank guys is the whole ROI thing. He keeps he keeps uh, hitting a brick wall with a bunch of people, uh, old school winery folks that are all about the no. I want to see the the dollar amount that I get for the hours that I spend doing right. this stuff. Right. And uh, quite honestly, you know, people are just like, well, where's your RO? How do you currently measure ROI for print ads how do you measure current roi for radio ads it's tough it's hard it's well, hard. guess what it's just as hard for social media yeah, but the, the only difference harder. is social media is a day-to-day activity so it's it's not something that you put it in the magazine and in a couple weeks it gets printed and it shows up this is instant stuff this is yeah. stuff that and I, i'm not looking at you like hey jackass get off your butt <laughs> and do this though are we you, probably could. Are we going to have to bleep no, that, too? Well, I'm not going to bleep it. Forget it. I'm just I'm keeping it in, people. Uh, but, you know. 230 if you want to. Yeah, I know. All right, whatever. Uh, but uh, it's uh, – it's it's literally don't you know I'm not I'm not preaching to you specifically Kaz but because I know you know you're like I thought you were talking to somebody behind me I was, I was I'm talking looking. to the guy through your head on the other side of your head no uh, yeah don't 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 mistake <laughs> my laser beam eyes for for a personal attack I know my cat doing your cat is just 
My cat's definitely <laughs> relaxed. I think he thinks he's. You know what's funny is that he, he thinks he's bringing, Superman right not now. Not that this is a salient to the conversation, but he keeps bringing <gasps> a rat into the studio nice. every night. He's had one every night, and he snacks on it, and then he leaves half of it behind. Where is it? Well, it's not here yet. It's not. Oh, he, he, he hasn't, hasn't gone, gone out, out yet. and harvested the crop. But I mean, oh. the last two nights. He leaves a little present for me on my on my <laughs> on my studio floor, and I'm like, dude, yeah. can't you finish it? I mean, it's like you started it. I'd be much happier watching but, him walk around with a tail it, hanging out of his mouth, right? Than seeing some eviscerated thing on my. So is it the front half or the back half? It's the back half. He leaves the back he le- half. He likes the he likes the brains, right? And he, he leaves the liver out, and that's what's so, so funny. And this is really really often the week. So he's a T man, not he's an A man. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, but he'll eat the. He, he, He'll eat it, and then there'll be like the hind legs and the tail. I can't believe I'm talking about this. And maybe a paw, and then this liver. And yeah. I'm like, what? You're like me. He won't eat the liver. Right. You know? I don't eat Well, that's liver, because so. he's your cat. Because he's my cat. All right. Is it time? It's it time. Yay. All right. All right. So when we hear the music, we know it'll be more time. Uh, we appreciate your ear. You can always listen to us um, on our podcast show again. <laughs> if you ever want to. Uh, no, they do. <laughs> <laughs> There's many people in the world that want to hear us. They love us. We're actually going to have some live guests <clears throat> any day now. In another next week, you right. you listen. We'll have some real people talking besides us. Hey, that'd be curious, and I hopefully X will be back. He will be. All right, I he ha- better. Be. I have it. You have it on good authority. Good authority that really? he will be here. All right. So with if, us if we get week. to next week and he's not here, I, what do I get to do to you? Uh, well, you can do what you did Last a couple time. weeks ago. All right. Cool. All right. Good. I'm we'll leave it. At, it. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, hopefully we'll have some good weather, not too much cold stuff, and uh, that'll make grapes grow better. But this is Kaz, Randy, and the Axelos here on Wine Biz Radio, and that's where you can listen to us on the podcast, winebizradio.com. And again, kids, bottoms up. Wine Biz Radio is produced in cooperation with Sun FM 91.3 in Sonoma, as well as online at winebizradio.com. Audio production by Randy Hall and Christoph Smith. Hosted by Rick Kaz Kazmeyer. Theme music by Kenny Cast. Voiceover by Nikki Valley, also known as Vinochick. Check out my wine blog at vinochick.blogspot.com. WineBiz Radio is distributed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license by VOM Productions.